You're listening to the Every Student, Every Day podcast with me, Jim Franchini, Superintendent of the Averill Park Central School District. Welcome to this episode of the Every Student, Every Day podcast. We are very excited uh, to have with us uh, some members of the Odyssey of the Mind team that has experienced a great deal of success as of late. And we really want to have them uh, give the opportunity to talk about their experience, especially now as a new school year has begun. And we're always looking to keep our uh, programs that we know are good for our students uh, running and vibrant and keep that interest level up. And what better group to do that than this group right here. So joining us uh, for this, this episode is our advisor of the team, our coach of the team, as well as some members of our team that went to the Worlds last year. So we'll start with them and welcome first to our coach, Alan Michaels. Alan, thanks for joining us. And can you tell us a little about yourself and how long you've been an advisor for Odyssey of the Mind and how you initially got involved in your, your attraction to this, uh, this world? Well, thanks, Dr. Franchini. It's a pleasure to be here. It's really been my honor to, to work with these kids. This group is really a special group. They are like in my day, what would have been the breakfast club. They all come from different areas of life. Uh, for those of you who don't know, their names are Isla Multunis, Tyler Michaels, Christian Romer, Tyler Strock, Jacob Krupe, Katie Duran, and CeCe Colton. All of them, but CeCe are seniors this year. The last uh, CeCe is a junior. So how did I get involved? It all started when a friend of mine asked me to help with a team with my older son, Xander, who graduated in 2020. And he was on a team that was kindergarten to second grade. So they just performed for fun. And we had a great time, but it didn't stick with Xander and that's okay. Uh, so Tyler tried it, my younger son, and he was in, I believe, fourth grade. And an email came out from the district that said, we have too many teams, too few coaches. If someone doesn't step up, we're going to have to cut a team. And that makes a lot of sense. But at that time, I was volunteering as a soccer coach, also as a lacrosse coach. And I had something almost every night. I was waiting to see a response, nothing. And I thought, okay, I'm going to step up. And so reached out to another friend of mine whose daughter was on the team. And he said, yes, he would do it also, which was Mike Schwartz. So he and I had a lot of fun. So we are fortunate to have members of the team with us, as uh, Alan said. So why don't we go around the room now and have our team members uh, just tell us who they are, introduce themselves, tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been involved in the program, and what got you interested in the program. Why don't we begin with uh, Tyler on this? My name is Tyler Michaels. I started Odyssey in fourth grade, so this makes it my eighth or ninth year doing it. And I really got involved because my brother tried it when he was younger, and he didn't latch onto it too much, but my parents thought that I might enjoy it. So I really just joined not really knowing what to expect, and I really fell in love with it. And I've done it every year since then. And I've really met some great people with it, and it's really made me want to keep coming back. So ever since elementary school, I've kept with it. Great. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, Cece, how about you? Hi, my name is Cece Colton. I've been doing Odyssey since I was in third grade, so about the same time as Tyler. And um, my mom introduced it to me. She just kind of told me what it was and if I wanted to sign up. And, you know, I was eight, so I said yes, because why not? <laughs> and I just, I love it. It's just, 
it's just so like it's like a it's like a really great club, you know. Thank you, uh, Christian. How about you? Yeah, hi. I'm Christian Romer. I'm a senior at April Park, and I've been doing Odyssey since fourth grade, so about the same time <laughs> as Tyler. It was actually Tyler that got me involved in the club in the first place. I don't know if he remembers this, but he was doing it with people, and I remember I heard about it, and somehow my dad got me involved and was like, you can just try it, like, you can go to one meeting, see how it is, and I've been doing it ever since, and it's been eight, nine years. Thank you. Uh, Jacob. Hello, I'm Jacob Krupe. Um I'm a senior at April Park, and I started Odyssey when I was in fifth grade, so I've been doing it for about six or seven years now. And actually, the person who got me into it was Christian. Um, he, uh, it was a similar process to Tyler just a year later, and he told me it was really fun. And I said, why not? And I had, you know, a little push from my parents, and I ended up joining. And um, ever since then, I've just been having fun doing it. Thank you. Last but not least, Isla. Um, hi, I'm Isla Moltzminis. I'm a senior. I have been doing Odyssey since fourth grade. I, like, always just really liked it. I don't really know how... I really got involved. It's probably just like a flyer sent home. I just remember because like I did it in fourth grade, and I'm like, we missed the sinus in fifth grade, and like had to be like halfway through the year. I'm like, mom, like why am I doing it? Like, like can I do it? I'm like, it was just too late. So like I, every year after that, I've just like made sure I've done it because it was just so much fun. For those who are not familiar with it, can you give us an explanation of the program? What is Odyssey the Mind, and then maybe talk a little bit about you know what levels we have and, and those type of things. Sure. That is a great question because it's not something that is self-defining. When we hear baseball, we know what that is. We know what the kid's trying out for. When we hear Odyssey of the Mind, it just makes no sense. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people who are unaware of it don't ever try it. It is something for everyone. It is a problem-solving group. It's, it takes five to seven students. And there are two parts to it. There's first a long-term problem where the students collectively come up with a skit. Some of them are more arts oriented where they are focusing on the skit itself and the theatrical piece to it. Others have a component that's more engineering. Either they have to build something like a vehicle or three vehicles, or they have to build a structure that holds as much weight as possible, which is what our team does. So part of their skit, they have to incorporate an eight inch balsa wood structure that weighs no more than 15 grams. And it holds as much weight as they can keep putting onto it within eight minutes of time. And the other part of Odyssey is spontaneous where the team goes into a room, the judges close the door, I'm not allowed in, and they give the kids a problem to solve, which is either a hands-on type of problem or more of a verbal problem. And it could be something like, uh, if blue were not in the world, what would the world be like? Time starts now. And the kids have to answer very quickly and they get creative points if they are punny and they get more of a mundane point if they just answer something that is very typical. So that's a lot of fun with creativity. That's uh, that's fascinating, right? And it's such an interesting 
process uh, that the students have to undergo. And it, it really combines so many of the skills that we talk about and, and try to teach and instill on a daily basis, right? It's, it's a lot less of that kind of rote learning, but that the ability to be creative and think on the spot and certainly collaboration and all those important skills that we know are uh, not only important in, for kids to be successful in school, but in their life after April Park. So it's really a cool experience. I, I think you hit the nail right on the head there is that it really hones the skills that anyone can use in any profession. So they're problem solving skills. And if you as an employer are looking for someone, these kids are perfect candidates for employees because they can problem solve, they can think out of the box, they're creative, they work with others, they all share roles and they're collaborative. It's, it's just an excellent learning experience for anyone. Absolutely. Um, can you talk a little bit? I mean, we had a very successful team and you were obviously uh, very involved in that. And last year going to the world, can you talk to us a little bit about that experience? Uh, maybe kind of the steps that you had to go through to get there and then what it was like to take a team to Iowa for the Worlds. Right, right. So Worlds is the world finals of Odyssey. And it starts out at a regional tournament where we have up until about February to prepare for it, which includes for us making our structure and making the skit that goes along with it. And then planning and, and training on as many spontaneous problems as we can, not knowing which one will be given to the kids. Excellent. Thank you. So last year, this group had a very long run and made it all the way to Worlds. Early in the season, did you think that you would make it that far? I mean, can you talk us a little bit through that journey of you obviously went far. When did you think you were going to kind of get there? Uh, Cece, do you want to start for us? Um, sure. So in the we had a really late registration. Like we had a tough process getting registered and getting settled because in the previous year we didn't do it because of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, right. And then the year before that, it got canceled, like mid-year. So um, we had a tough time getting started. So we weren't really sure if we were going to make it to Worlds just because of how late we started. And like we just started brainstorming in like November. And that's only leads like four or five months to the regional competition. Good. Yeah, that's a late start in the process. Tyler, anything you would add to that? So I, th I think for us, Worlds was definitely like our goal. That was the target we wanted to hit because we made it to Worlds when most of us were in eighth grade back in 2019. And so I think getting back into it this year, we already say like, that's the mark. That's where we want to get to. And so we all, I think we we're all pretty driven to get there. And even we started with one practice week, but we quickly went up to like two, three, four by the end of the year. And so when we were practicing for just like eight hours a week and just going through it so much, I think there came a point where I looked back at what we had and I'm like, we have a killer skit, we have a great structure, and I'm like, we're nailing this. And it, I don't think it was ever guaranteed because we had a lot of tough competition. Mm -hmm. But as the year went on, I think the team started to get more hopeful and it became more of a possibility. That's uh, that's fantastic. I, I don't know if our, our listeners understand the amount of time that this takes. So <laughs> we just kind of quickly hit upon that. That's, that's a solid time commitment that you all invested into making this. And it's something that that takes a lot of hard work and a lot of practice and time, obviously. Yeah, totally. We have these like marathon Sunday practices where we'll practice from like 12 to four and get like pizza and like 
although four hours doesn't seem like a long time to be working and using your mind to solve problems for four hours, it really is taxing. Like it's a lot of effort to put in. So we have, it is a lot of effort. It's it's like four hours a week and it ramps up to eight, maybe 10, 12, once the competitions get closer. So it's a lot of effort. That is, that's a lot. Um, so now, can you talk to us a little bit about what it was like to compete at States and then actually make it to World? What was that experience like? So, the State competition, like, like we've done it before, so you know, we, we kind of like know what we were getting into. And problem four usually has like a little less competition than like other problems just because of like how tough it is. So, but we were going against like some good teams, like, we knew like going in like that those teams that we were going up against had gone to Worlds before. So like, we just obviously like did like the best that we could at states, and like we made it. Like we got third place, so we got to go to worlds. So and like typically, just like what happens in between states and worlds is that like all everything like between competitions, you're just like making your skit better, and just like because like the judges give you like criticisms and like oh like I didn't understand this part, like this part was like really good. So just in between that time, like all we really did was like you know improve it just so when we did go up against these like New York teams again, maybe we'd beat them. Fantastic. Jacob, anything to add? Yeah, so just about like what a competition day would be, um, you know, for states, like it would be spread across like a college campus or this year was at Syracuse Fairgrounds. So, um, you know, you're like getting acclimated to the place and figuring out how you're going to fit everything into like your area that you have to perform in and stuff like that. Um, and states is definitely, I would say, the most stressful competition out of all of them, um, just because it's like the highest stakes, you know what I mean? And once we had gotten past states, it was like a big breath of fresh air. Um, not not to say that at Worlds we didn't try. <laughs> it's definitely much more relaxing knowing that you're going there um, and all that. And like you can almost just like focus on, rather than like focusing on like, let's move on to like the next level. It's like, okay, let's just focus on like, you know, performing the best that we can and uh, all that. So, so I would definitely say Worlds is a little, for us at least, it was a little less tense than uh, States was. Christian, how about you? Any thoughts? Yeah, I think the, the hard part about Odyssey is that if you make it to States, States is like a marathon of a day. So everything happens in one day. Everybody does everything in one day. The results are at the end of the day. It's like the longest day ever. But at Worlds, it's like an experience. It's multiple days. It's like four or five days. It's like a week. It, when we went in eighth grade, it was like the best time ever. So knowing that we could get back there and do that again was um, definitely hard. But we did a really good job. And it was really, I mean, I think performing at Worlds and being there is probably one of the best things I've done in high school. My favorite memories from high school, so. Worlds is really fascinating because it's at a world-class campus like Iowa. It, it is, it's huge. There are kids literally from all over the world who attend. Due to COVID, it has dropped a bit from other countries, but it is going to pick up again. It used to be really well populated from all over. This year, I recall definitely some very strong teams from Poland, Korea, I believe Japan was represented, I'm thinking Germany, uh, Denmark. Anyway, there were a lot of international teams. And the best part is uh, our students meet others 
there's a really good way to meet students, which is uh, pin trading. So the New York delegation creates their own pins. Uh, our team actually made their own, which was a baby Yoda. And it said New York Odyssey. And those went like hotcakes. So they, they traded them with other delegations. It was really a lot of fun. I'm not even fully describing it. It was baby Yoda as a Statue of Liberty. So it was, it was great. <laughs> and, and it's a wonderful way to meet other students. So the, the students go to designated areas where there's pin trading, they meet others, and next they're palling around, they're, they're hanging out with each other. And um, it, they, they learn from each other and uh, about their, their own teams, where they come from, um, what their school is like, and a lot of them still stay in touch to today. So Alan, we know, you know recently, or on the athletic side of things, we had a great deal of success with two teams at one state titles and the community support for that was you know pretty evident and clear can you talk a little bit about what type of community support you and the team received on your journey uh, to iowa and into the world yes it was incredibly touching and heartwarming that the entire averill park community came out and supported us specifically we received a lot of accolades from the school board from Kiwanis, from other groups and individuals. And then it's not cheap to travel cross country. And by the way, we, we rented a, an extended van so that the entire team got to stay together. So we had a, a true American road trip into the Midwest, uh, which was, I hope, really a memorable event for the kids. But uh, we could not have done that without without community help and it was truly grassroots we had help from one of the parents i'll give a shout out to uh, amanda strock who put on facebook um, a request and as far as the the faculty they came out with uh, again our coordinator amy miller asked them for support and as i mentioned a couple of the community groups really stepped up and and offered us assistance so we we could not have made this possible with without the help of Avril Park and uh, from on behalf of the entire team, I, I thank everyone. So you've all been through this for many years, as we just mentioned. And when we do the podcast and we have some of our our upperclassmen and our students have been with us for a while, engaged in activities such as this, we always ask them, you know, would you recommend this to students who are younger than you? Would you get asked, would you suggest that they get involved? What would you tell them to do? Or how would you, you know, what would you tell your, go back and tell yourself if you were in a third grade or fourth grade now? So what is your just kind of collective experience and thoughts on that? Would you recommend the Odyssey of the Mind experience to our current elementary students or even our middle school students who maybe have never tried it before or even high school students who maybe have never tried it before? What would you say to them? I mean, I can start and I would just say absolutely, regardless of what grade you're in, regardless of if you're really like, super creative, if you're logical. I know that this has just brought me so many great memories throughout all the years. And I think, again, we all started really young, but even like more in middle school and high school, you can still you can still join it. It's not a club that's really difficult to get into. And I know even if you go to Worlds, great, that's awesome. You'll have a great time. Even if you just go to regionals and stop, I have so many great memories from all of our practices from just goofing around with the teammates that I have. So I think I would really just say, absolutely, give it a shot. I, it's really been a great club for all of us. 
And throughout the the time that you spend with your team, like you build friendships with them, which you might not if you weren't in a club with them. And it's just it's very special, and those friendships will last a long time. Totally, like these people, I didn't. I mean, I'm, I'm, I obviously I know these people now. Like I talk to them pretty much every day, but I didn't know these people at all really before I started. And now I've been on a team with them to Iowa and Michigan <laughs> in a van for 18 hours. So it's just crazy to think how something like that can happen. It's also a great club because no matter what your interests are, no matter what your talents are, there's a place for you. And there's also a place for you to step out of your comfort zone. Like, I know I'm more, I mean, I'm creative. Like, I paint, I do art, whatever. But I have been pushed in so many ways to do things I wouldn't normally do in this program. And it's helped me learn a lot about myself and my teammates. And there's always room to grow. There's, you always have new responsibilities and roles to take on. So. I just think, like, I would never, ever tell anyone, like, no, don't join this club, like, in the first place. Like, I just think, like, you know, everyone should, like, go for something, you know, like, don't ever be scared to, like, just to start something. But, like, this one in particular, like, I love this club. Like, I am so glad, like, I stick with it every year. Like, I have made so many friends from this, like, in this team. And, like, outside of, like, when you go to States and Worlds, everyone just wants to meet new people. Like, you're not going to, you you know, you're not going to see these people anywhere else. You know, and everyone like who goes to these competitions does Odyssey. So it's just a really great experience, just because you meet so many people, and like just like Christian said, like you get to do so much. Like one year, I taught like half the team how to tap dance. <laughs> you really just like I don't think if they weren't on this team, they would have tap danced that year. Forever. <laughs> um, I definitely have to agree, and um, just like I would 100% suggest it. And like Christian said, it's it's just an experience. To go through it and um like i i just have loved the whole experience of like you know when i was younger it was so much fun and then like you know as you get older it slowly turns more you know now you know obviously we like we're focused on competing but it's still like so much fun and like once you get like a taste of like back in eighth grade when we made it to worlds it was so exciting and now it's like we're just like our goal is to try to get back there because it's just so much fun well, that's fantastic, and, you, and this team you know, has done a great job of representing the district locally, at states, at worlds, and I think you've brought a lot of excitement and pride to the community, and I, I think it's very clear as someone who's just listening, your excitement for this and your passion for this, and I think our listeners are getting that too. You know, we always have said like to try and get um, our students interested in these great opportunities and great experiences, and just to try something like you guys all kind of did innocently a long time ago, and Look what it's brought you over these last few years. Now it's added to your whole educational experience. So, For someone who might be interested in participating, how do they go about getting on a team or joining a team? And certainly we have a lot of parents who are uh, listening. How would they maybe encourage their child to get involved? Or what would they maybe expose them to or tell them about to maybe get their interest if their child doesn't know anything about it or is having doubts? Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, that's a great question, and I hope this eases any concerns. It is literally the easiest program you can start because you already have support from other coaches who are veterans, and you have a uh, organizer for the district, which is Amy Miller. So she is there to help any coach, and she's very helpful and communicative, and basically any coach who steps up the best part is it is kid led 
So I tell my team when things start slacking that, okay, here's the speech. This is my boot in your butt. You got to get moving guys. And okay. Okay. But in general, they're the ones who will decide when do we want to meet? When do we want to practice? What are we going to practice? And it even got to the point since my team is in high school that they rotated who would choose the spontaneous problem to practice because there's hundreds of them online. So one would bring in something new and would question the rest of the team. Um, they then, as far as what do I need to do, I, I make sure that everything is safe. I make sure that they get a room so that we can practice. But that's, a, and I keep them moving. That, but other than that, it's, it is up to the students. So how do you start a team? Get four friends of your kid. That's it because you need five, maximum seven. And after that, you request a room and at a minimum meet once a week, I would strongly suggest meeting twice a week when things start ramping up, when you get closer to regionals. That's that's great advice. And I'm glad you mentioned Amy and her role. So the district has uh, historically supported the program through a district-wide coordinator. And their job really is, like you said, to coordinate and uh, kind of facilitate the work of all the coaches and be the liaison between the teams and the coaches and the district. So that level of support definitely exists. And I think it's, it's fair to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, that in the case of a parent, really no prior experience or knowledge is needed. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on this and spending some time. I know you're all very busy. We appreciate you taking a few moments here to talk to our community about your experience. So I guess congratulations, but also good <laughs> luck right? Because uh, you're going to go after this one more time. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. See you next time on Every Student, Every Day.